This is Just for the Health of It with board-certified family nurse practitioner Natalie Austin. The podcast about all things healthcare, plain and simple. Like us on Facebook or subscribe to this podcast. Call in with your questions at 629-777-6212. Disclaimer, any information obtained in this podcast is not to substitute the recommendation of your primary physician. Now, here's your host. Hey, hey, hey out there, everybody. This is Natalie Austin coming to you live from Nashville, Tennessee. Today is Tuesday, October the 20th, and I will say that this podcast is going to air normally on Mondays, but um, I am just doing kind of an intro number one podcast today on Tuesday. So I wanted to kind of start off and let you guys know a little bit about my background. I have a Bachelor of Arts in Marketing Communications that I got from Mary Baldwin College in Stanton, Virginia. Shout out. And um, I moved to Nashville, Tennessee um, in 2005. So I've been here 10 years. I love it here. It's great. Went on tour, did a lot of things in the music industry with some artists, and then kind of decided I wasn't going to get to retire from that. Hmm. Yeah. So my mom is a nurse. So I followed in her footsteps and went back to school to be a nurse. And I got an associate's degree in nursing since I already had a bachelor's. Really didn't want or see the need to pay for two of those. So I got an associate's degree in nursing um, to be a registered nurse. Took the exam, got all of the questions. That's right. All like 300 questions passed and became a registered nurse and as a registered nurse I worked in oncology and then in the neonatal intensive care unit loved both of those jobs um, but knew I wanted to go back to school and I will say while I was in um, school to become a registered nurse I worked in uh, trauma and burn at Vanderbilt. Burn is my ultimate favorite. I love it. So worked in the NICU. Um, Then I took a travel job to Odessa, Texas. Oh my gosh. There, (laughs) there is nothing in Odessa and stashed some money so I could go back to school. And uh, so that's what I did. Went to school, got my master's and graduated with like a 3.95 GPA shout out to myself and it was great I love it so started as a nurse practitioner worked some locum tenant jobs those are basically like substitute fill-in positions for those of you guys that don't know when I say locum tenants that's what I mean it's like a substitute fill-in position for another nurse practitioner that may be on like maternity leave or maybe they have quit and they just need somebody in the interim to cover patients until they hire somebody new. Um, so I did that. And then I worked for a re- in the retail setting. We want some real life experience. So you should definitely do that. I won't say which one, but I will say it was not my favorite job. You, in my opinion... There's going to be a lot of in my opinions in this podcast. So in my opinion, you should not seek healthcare in the place where you are buying a Diet Coke and a greeting card. But that's just me. So yeah, so that happened. 
for a long time and uh, now I am getting ready to start at a freestanding um, express care clinic and I am uber excited about that over the moon love 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 that I'm gonna have some help I'm gonna oh I can't wait it's gonna be great so that's my background so mainly the reason I wanted to do this kind of behind the scenes before podcast was to so you guys would have kind of an understanding of what a nurse practitioner is what this is all about why you should subscribe before we kind of kicked off the professional podcasts which will probably not be professional at all so first I will I'll let you know the actual definition of a nurse practitioner and I will sound like I'm reading because I indeed am reading from the AANP uh, site, which is the, I always get it messed up. It's the American Association. I always want to say American Academy. American Association of Nurse Practitioners. That's a certifying body. So once you get your master's degree, you pick either ANCC or AANP. It doesn't matter. They're both the same. They're both board certified. Nobody gives a flip about one or the other about which one you are does not make a difference to anybody i'm going to read their definition so now there's more of a push for a doctoral degree so you may see like say you may see dr natalie austin dnp rn well it would be rn it would be b-a-r-n m-s-n dnp f-n-p-b-c basically the alphabet and <laughs> you want that until you get it and then you get tired of writing that but a dnp or your doctoral degree program which they're trying to push for all nurse practitioners to have is a doctor of nursing practice different than phd different than md but you are a doctor of nursing practice so you have so this is me reading and being boring so you have advanced clinical training beyond your initial professional registered nurse preparation, um, didactic or book work, and clinical courses prepare nurses with specialized knowledge and clinical competency to practice in primary care, acute care, and long-term care health settings. So this is their definition of the qualifications. Okay, so it's to be recognized as an expert health care provider and ensure the highest quality of care, a nurse practitioner undergoes rigorous national certification. The exam is rigorous, I will attest to that. Periodic peer reviews, clinical nurse or clinical outcome evaluations, and adhere to a code of ethical practices. And you have to do CEUs, continuing education units, and stuff like that to keep your, um, your certification and your licensure up to date. Do, do, do. let's see services the according to the AANP we can order perform and interpret diagnostic tests such as lab work and x-rays we can certainly order more than that diagnose and treat acute and chronic conditions such as diabetes high blood pressure infections illness injuries etc etc basically anything you say is wrong um, anything a doctor can do what it all comes down to prescribe medications and other treatments manage patients overall care and this is where nurse practitioners come in a little bit different than doctors counseling 
educating patients on disease prevention and positive health and lifestyle choices. So that's where your extra four minutes come in, where they have, I don't know, there's a survey somewhere that says uh, that the, the nurse practitioner spends on average four more minutes with a patient. And I don't see, I'm not saying doctors don't do this, but I don't see a lot of doctors counseling. They usually send the nurse in for that or education. They usually send the nurse in for that. But you'll find that a nurse practitioner will sit down and do counseling and educate you on disease prevention. So if you have diabetes, we are more likely to do some education and some lifestyle modification choices with you than we are to write you a script and send a nurse in to talk to you about it. Love doctors, not dissing doctors at all, but that's where I see a difference. So you're a nurse practitioner. You went to school, you got your degree, you graduated, you took the exam. Well, let's back that up. You you decided to go to school. So before you can enroll in a program, you essentially have to pick a specialty so that your coursework can fall in and teach you about that specialty. Specialties are acute care, adult health, that's 18 and above, family health, that is from cradle to grave. That's what I am, family health nurse practitioner. That is newborn to death. We can see it all. Gerontology, which is the elderly, um, neonatal preemies. Uh, Family nurse practitioner cannot see, or I don't think can see preemies. Peds, that is birth to 18 years old. Psych and mental health, and then women's health. Now, you can have a subspecialty, and that would be like allergy and immunology, cardiovascular, which is the heart, dermatology, emergency medicine, um, endocrinology, gastroenterology, hematology and oncology, neurology, occupational health, orthopedics. Would never do that. Oh my gosh. The sound of cracking bones is just, I can't take it. Pulmonary and respiratory, that's the lungs, then sports medicine, urology, basically anything that is a, a specialized field that a physician is in. You can basically go into that. And I say physician because they usually are love to specialize, which is why we have such a shortage of family practice physicians now. So again, on this website, on the ANP website, this is me reading, why NPs are important. Number one is their credibility. They're mentors, educators, researchers, and administrators. If you have a degree in uh, nursing, the possibilities of what you can do are limitless. You can do anything. You can switch it up. You can mix it up. You can get tired of one thing and go do something at the far end, total opposite end of the spectrum. It is a great, great field to be in. Oddly, as a nurse, you can work as a nurse and never touch a patient in your life. You can actually do that. And some people like to do that. Some people don't. So, you know, we're involved in health policy. We also lower health care costs, provide high quality care and counseling. NPs reading this can lower the cost of health care for patients. For example, patients who see nurse practitioners as their primary care provider often have 
fewer emergency room visits, shorter hospital stays, and lower medication costs. I'm going to say this in my opinion. I will preface things with that. You'll hear a lot of that. Like I said, in my opinion, nurse practitioners are not as concerned with writing for brand name medications. We often take into consideration your socioeconomic status and we'll write you something in the generics so that it is not expensive for you. Patient satisfaction, that's also why we're important. With almost 916 million visits made to nurse practitioners each year, wow, patients report an extremely high level of satisfaction with the care they receive. I will say that I have heard, I have not researched nor read on my own, but I have heard that NPs have a higher satisfaction rate than MDs. But again, just heard that, didn't read it, didn't research it. And then the fourth reason of why MPs are important according to the ANP is the primary care shortage solution. So we essentially are the only solution to that. We offer high quality, cost-effective, patient-centered healthcare. NPs provide approximately 205,000 solutions. Wow, to the primary care shortage facing America today, yeah. Like I said, uh, physicians love to specialize. Physician that wants, that gets out of school and is just dying to be a family doctor is rare. I don't know if they think it's boring or what they think, but it is rare. It's rare to find those. We are a lot more flexible with time. We often don't see as many patients as physicians do in a day. Although, you know, this is all give or take. There are a lot of NPs that do see equal or more. But, um, and also a bonus is we're more knowledgeable about prevention as a whole because that's the nursing model. And it's like a twofer, you know? We think like a doctor and a nurse. So you're kind of getting both of that wrapped up in one, which is a pretty good deal. And it's cheaper. So that's kind of my opinion, along with my certifying body, the AANP, American Association of Nurse Practitioners, their definition. So that's what I really wanted to get across today in this podcast in the first episode. But I also wanted to make sure that I gave a shout out to students. I know when I was a student, I was looking for any and everything to listen to. Oh God, I just wanted someone to understand my hell that was nursing school. So students subscribe. We're going to have special guests like recent grads and professors, tips on the boards. Trust me, I got all 300 questions so I can for sure feel your pain and your nervousness. So tips on boards, tips on school, managing your time, things like that. So be great. So subscribe so you know when whenever anything new comes out, you can tune in. We will that phone number, that 629-777-6212 is a Google Voice number. Call in anytime and leave a message there and that will transcribe from your voice to text your question and it will come directly to my phone so I can get your question wherever I am 
and make sure that it is addressed um, on the show. So that's awesome and free and you should take advantage of it. But anything health, healthcare related, um, bring it on. We can do it. Let's see. I will say our special guest next week. You guys will love her. I love her. She's very well known in Nashville, in the Nashville, Tennessee area. So any questions you guys have on diet, nutrition, exercise, get them in. Because she'll be able to answer them. And she will, be, she will definitely be able to give solutions. She's amazing. I'm not going to tell you who she is. But she is absolutely gorgeous. She takes care of herself phenomenally. And she is just a wonderful girl. So she also, she has a blog. And um, she has also struggled with some depression. And as well as I have as well. So Um, We'll also kind of shed some light on that. So if you have any questions about mental illness, depression, anxiety, any type of mental illness related thing, get those questions in too. Okay. So we can get to those. So let's see here. What have I not covered? Students, if I mean, anybody listening, if you know a nursing student, know anybody thinking about going into healthcare, into nursing, want to be a nurse practitioner, not doesn't know if they want to go back to school, da, 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 definitely recommend this podcast to them because it's going to be so helpful. It is real. This is just going to be a plain and simple, real podcast for people in the healthcare field, people not in the healthcare field, people that want to be in the healthcare field. It's pretty much just going to be for everybody. So, you know, if I say something and you don't understand it, which may slip out every now and then, tell me to normal it up. You know, sometimes I can get, you know, wrapped up in the, my medical jargon. And this is not what this is about. This is about you understanding things that have to do with your own health and being able to bring those questions to me and to our hosts and, um, and us being able to answer them. So I guess this concludes the first podcast. That is so exciting. I am so pumped. I really want to thank everybody that's been listening, tuned in. So big shout out and a big, huge, huge thanks to you guys. Um, hopefully this is going to be a success. I really think it is getting great things lined up, good people, good topics, things I think everybody can benefit from. And so you can send questions. I'll do this one more time. So you can send questions, concerns, comments to 629-777-6212. That is 629-777-6212. Or you can email them to just for the health of it at gmail.com. That is just for the health of it at gmail.com so those two ways and i look forward to hearing your comments and questions recommendations concerns anything you guys have i look forward to hearing it all right i'll talk to you guys in the next episode see you then thanks for listening even if it was just for the health of it 